Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. All right, how about hour number three on a Friday? A lot of stuff going on in the football world. It is a wet, windy, cold Friday as the front has moved in just in time for the high school football playoffs. Right now, the weather looks to be really nice for tomorrow night with Texas and TCU. Just crisp and cool football weather. Uh, basically, no chance of rain. Not a lot of wind. It's just going to be like, you know, high 50s, low 40s, bring your layers kind of a thing. Uh, so definitely make sure you do that. But it looks like it's going to be a beautiful night for a massive matchup with undefeated TCU. And, of course, the Longhorns trying to get there, uh, keep the momentum going, and maybe get to that Big 12 championship game. Chad and Zay with you on a Friday. And, of course, it is Veterans Day as well. Thank you for your service, all of our veterans out there. We'll get more into that and why today matters. I'll tell you about one of my favorite veterans of all time, my grandfather. We have people texting in today about their grandfathers and grandmothers and brothers and sisters and husbands and all the people in their lives that are important to them that are veterans. We won't have time to read every one of them today, but know that we are reading those and we certainly are thinking of all of our veterans today. Take them out to dinner, uh, let them know what you think of them, and, uh, and definitely thank them for their service. An incredible group of people on Veterans Day. And if you don't know that 11-11 is Veterans Day, get that circled on your calendar as well all right texas and tcu coming up and remember that is a 6 30 kick so 2 30 on that pregame time with longhorn game day brought to you by bud light firing up from bevo boulevard we're right there about gate two if you don't know near the southwest corner that's also where you want to be for bevo to show up that's 3 30 that's where the team walks in dressed in their suits rocking the headphones all that stuff maybe you get an autograph i've seen a couple people get some cool autographs this season that happens at four uh, four, at 4 o'clock this week, and that's going to be right there at that southwest corner. You've got Third Eye Blind with the LCL concert at 5, and then way before that, remember early in the morning, it is College Game Day, ESPN College Game Day, 8 to 11 on that broadcast window. If you want to get down there with your sign, you got to do it a lot earlier than that. And remember, we are looking for your sign. We want to see our Twitter handle, and it could get you some tickets if you can get at the Horn ATX. Put that on your sign, and then once you get down there, you got to be on site. Don't send us a picture of you in your house because we we got you got to be down there. Send us a picture and tag us with at the Horn ATX. Also use the hashtag Horn Game Day. You'll be entered for 
tickets to a future basketball game, and if you end up on the TV broadcast and you can prove it or we can prove it or both, then you will win tickets to a future basketball uh, basketball game for Texas this season. So we do appreciate you there. Have a great time if you head down to game day, and you may want to be bundled up there too. It should be uh, a little bit chilly in the morning. But Was Lee Corso at game day last week? I know he's been I, under the weather this he, whole entire season, and he's been up and down on where he's been. I don't believe he was. Okay. Last week, I don't think he was there because last week was Georgia, Tennessee, and I can see Luke Bryan in my mind, and I can see uh, Pat McAfee, but no, I don't believe he was there. Okay. Yeah. I hope he can make the trip to the ATX. I hope he can too. Was he uh, at the Bama game? Oh, yes. Wait, Bama, LSU? Or no, Bama? no, no, Bama, Texas. Bama, Texas. This year. That one, I think he was here. Okay. I think he was able to, yeah, come for that one. Uh, yeah, hopefully, and also just hopefully ESPN is is kind of figuring out what they're going to be doing uh, in terms of Lee Corso. Uh, they've, they've done a good job, finally, I think, embracing this Pat McAfee thing because they need to. That's the obvious guy. If you want a guy that will be entertaining and draw people in and draw a crossover crowd, the moment he jumped in the river at Waco, that's when I knew. I'm like, okay, that's the guy. Yeah, that's him. And I don't know. You don't have to do head uh, headgear unless he wants to. He can do his own thing. Um, but yeah, and they they're you know kind of sort of phasing Lee Corso out of parts of that show, which I think is the right thing to do. You got to be respectful to the situation. But now things have gotten to a point where he's unable to be on the show at times. Oh yeah. So you got to figure out how much of that you want to do. If you want to still have him in the Pickham segment for the rest of the season, I get that, but they really hopefully behind the scenes they're trying to figure out but you know try to be as respectful as you can, but also there needs to be a certain level of hey coach, we need to talk about how this door closes. Yeah, yeah, he's getting up there and he's such a big part of what they do at college game day and you know, clearly with the with his pigs and the mascot prediction, mascot thing, like that's what he's became famous for, and that's what we all know him for, and obviously what he means to college football as a whole. So I hope he gets well, and I hope he can make it tomorrow. That'd be cool. Yeah, that would be really, really cool. Uh, this says uh, that we got a text that says, I take my kids to Hooters all the time. Uh, <laughs> as young as two years old, their buffalo chicken sandwiches and fried pickles are excellent. See, there you go. There you go. That's what, what I'm talking about. Great parents. What are you going to do? Again, I said this to you in the break, Tuesday. With social media, we don't always get the full story. What's the full story? I don't know the full story. There's got There might be a reason this woman ended up taking her five-year-old to Hooters for the birthday. What if they have a really good friend that works at Hooters and said, hey, come on by. We'll celebrate his birthday. We'll throw a little cake together or something, or we have a flan or whatever they do, put a candle in it. It's like, hey, come on by, and we'll take care of you. Okay. She got a little, I don't know, gives it, gives it for free, whatever. She's got a friend that works there. So they look at Hooters differently than some, of, some other people might look at Hooters. Yeah, that's true. Or since he's five and he's done breastfeeding, here's the next best thing. <laughs> or that. <laughs> yeah, or that. Or, or you might affect the kid for the rest of his life, one or, one or the other. All right, uh, apparently no Jeff Ketchum today. The, he is a busy man running orangebloods.com. So as of right now, we do not know if Jeff Ketchum is leaning Texas. So this is not helping you, Zay, to figure out what your, your pick is going to ultimately be if you were going to go off of Jeff because last week it was me, Brian Jones, Jeff, you, all the folks around us, lots of the guests were leaning K-State, and thankfully for Texas, we were all wrong. So far this week, though, 
uh, Justin Wells, Jeff Howe, me, Brian. We have all leaned Texas. We have all picked Texas to win the game. We'll see at the end of the hour what Zay wants to do, uh, but I've not uh, I've not checked out Jeff Ketchum this week to see what he's what he's picking. I'm like y'all. I'm leaning like you remember Michael Jackson and Smooth Criminal when he was leaning on them. Oh, but yeah, such I'm, a great effect. Yeah, I'm leaning like that Texas way, but there's just so many things that scare me, Chad. Especially with the second half woes and TCU, how good they are in the second half, but will it catch up with him with them? being eight games deep without a bye. That's so many. You would think they have to be fatigued, especially Quentin Johnston. How healthy is he? You know, there's just so many different things to look at in this game. And, you know, it's how will the weather affect the game? Will Quinn yours with another week under his belt coming off that Kansas State game? Is he another week comfortable? He's still a redshirt freshman. Will we, will we see that Quinn yours that we saw at Oklahoma State? Because that that's still that dirty cloud, gray cloud that still lingers over the heads of the horns. You know, can he, will he go back to that? Hopefully, Steve Sarkeesian has put in the offense this week. You know, he has his uh, uh, 25 plays that he has ready in the first half. Hopefully, he has plays in the second half where if that Sonny Dykes team adjusts to the game, he could adjust to that because we know that's been an issue with Steve Sarkeesian. So, I, I don't know. I want to choose the horns, but hey, in recent mis- in history, they aren't very good coming off of success, especially beating the top mm-hmm. 15 team in Kansas State like they, like they beat last weekend. There was a lot of bulletin board materials, the uh, Reese Davis comment to look at, the Gary Patterson thing. So right now I do like Texas, but we still got a long part of the show. I could change my mind. Yeah, okay. Uh, we'll see what Zay is picking at the end of the show. If you have thoughts on it, 337-3776. Um, and, yeah, as far as this, you know, as far as the, the game goes, there's going to be a moment. I, I just wonder kind of what is – if this starts like Texas starts and it starts like TCU has started – What's the score going to be when it turns? Last week it was 31-10. Longhorns got a nice three-touchdown lead. Can they get that kind of lead against TCU? If we're right, if ultimately Chip Brown was right from earlier in the week of Horns247.com and it could be a gas issue for TCU, that that gas tank might just be a little empty because they've gone eight straight weeks after an early bye, then how much can Texas take advantage of that and really put something on them and really put pressure on? Um, or, who knows, maybe we see the exact opposite, where maybe it's TCU gets off to a decent start, Longhorns don't as much, but they've been starting really well. Whatever they do early, uh, that early scripting has been really good. I'm interested to see how that plays out. And then with Quinn Ewers, we've seen good things from him at home, Zay. We've seen some good things from him in this building. The issues that we saw with the wind and stuff at you know at K-State, I heard Sark, Sark talk about it on Longhorn Weekly last night, that at times he says, you wouldn't think of this, but he says sometimes as a quarterback, what messes with you is when you're with the wind, not against it. Because when you're with it, he says if it's consistent, you can figure it out. But those gusts will come and Sometimes it holds the ball up, and sometimes it sends the ball too far, and you can't control it. So all of us that have you ever played a sport out in the wind, you know what that's about. Where what whether you're with the wind, against the wind, you're a golfer trying to mess with it, you're a tennis player, whoever, it, whatever it is. 
Heck, if you're playing, you know, you're out playing like playground basketball. You can, yeah. you, you do right. If you're out there, you know that too. Wind can affect that game where uh-huh. you're trying to figure out: Am I shooting with the wind against it? Is it a crosswind or whatever? Uh, it doesn't seem like there's going to be much of that tomorrow night. So I think we may get back to that Quinn Ewers that you saw early against Alabama, where the timing was just there. That mid-range game, I think they need to focus there. But be, be Sanders and Whittington, yeah. get them involved early. Yeah, Jordan Whittington, I want to say he's only had two catches in each of the last two games. He's too talented for that to be happening, especially with you when you have the second-half difficulties that the Texas Longhorns have had this season. Let Jordan Whittington, we know he's been great at blocking, Yards after catch, him and Xavier Wordy. I mean, we know Sark is going from 6 to midnight by looking at that statistic with uh, TCU giving up the most big-time plays after 20 yards in the Big 12. We understand that he'll probably try to take some shots. Cool, but the track record hasn't been good with Quinn Ewers taking these long shots with his receivers and JT Sanders. Hell, we saw in the first play of the game, they tried to go long with him, yeah. so it doesn't matter. They They'll, they'll do it with anybody. Steve Sarkeesian, let those guys have yards after catch type games where they could go off those drag routes and quick slants and whatnot and put the ball in, them, in their hands and see if TCU, with eight games played straight, how willing are they to tackle these mm-hmm. elite athletes that the Horns have. We'll definitely see that tomorrow. We know Hodges Tomlinson, uh, uh, LaDamian's nephew, we know that he's a solid corner. We know that Josh Newton, number 24, he's also a solid corner. But, you know, those safeties, the linebacker, hell, uh, uh, the linebacker for uh, TCU, he won't be able to play in the first half tomorrow. D. Winters, number 13, yeah, that's because right. he got hit with that targeting call in the Texas Tech game. So take advantage while you can because mm-hmm in that 3-3-5 defense that Gillespie runs that we've seen a lot this year, which they should be comfortable with, especially Quinn Ewers. He should be more comfortable with seeing that type of defense since Iowa State and Kansas State both threw it out there. So, yeah, man, you got to take advantage of situations like this. This is a big-time game, big-time opportunity, and if you want to get to where you want to go and that's win a Big 12 title, you got to win games like this at home. You mentioned that you mentioned the word drag, and we've talked about those drag routes. The thing they do where you'll take two receivers and send them one way and take one guy and drag him short across the opposite direction, I'd run five of them a game. I wouldn't run five for each guy. I'd run five of those plays each game for sure and then do some things off of it, maybe a wheel route to a running back, throw it to one of those two guys on the other side. But they've done it with Worthy, the play where he got the ball knocked out last week. It was a beautiful drag route before he ended up giving up that ball. He can't give up the ball, but that's something I would do all. I would make sure to put those into my plan. Yeah, drag them to hell, Sark, because that's what those guys do. Trying to deal with Sanders all the way across the field, make them deal with Sanders, then make them trace Whittington, and then when they get used to that kind of bulk and physicality, then make them chase Worthy all the way across the field. Hell yeah. It's a whole different discussion. I'd run that drag route five times and then see where you are. Yeah, and you know, if... Guys like Casey Kane and Savion Red, you know, we talk about that third wide receiver. If those guys aren't performing, 
then get guys like Keelan Robinson the ball. I don't think he touches it enough because he's too explosive to not have the ball in his hands. Like, you know, I don't know who said it. We have so many great guests, but just one play for him a game, that's not enough. And I know he does more things on the special teams and being the rover guy and stuff like that. Still, that's not enough for me. He's too talented and has too much speed to not work him in there somewhere, especially with all the woes that you have in the second half that, you know, guys like Keelan Robinson, they got to touch that rock more. Plus, I heard he dropped the CB. He told me he dropped a new video or album. Is that right? I'm not an album, but maybe a new song. I definitely got to go check that out. Hopefully that motivates him and the team to be bumping that in the locker room when, uh, yeah, you're eating some horn frog legs (laughs) on Saturday, if you know what I'm saying. Well, one thing we did find out in that whole process was the kid's talented on multiple levels. Yeah, because if you, uh, I he's said got it, bars. Because I said it at the time. If you show me that video and don't tell me who it is, don't say a word. Just show, just let, let the song play. I wouldn't have said, "Oh, that sounds like an athlete trying to rap." Yeah, he sounds like he knows what he's doing. Yeah, uh, but I I agree with you, and I'll say the same thing about him that I've said about Tony Pollard throughout the season. Treat him like a football player. Don't treat him like a trick. Don't treat him like a fancy. Oh, look out! Here it comes, Keelan. No, 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 no. Treat him like a football player. Run a basic handoff for him. Make the defense think that you think he's an every-down guy. And then work off of that. Because I love the, was it Oklahoma, where he did the little the little orbit motion? coming. Yeah, he, he fell on the ground. Coming near fell, side, right, fell down, got up, yeah. throw him the little, that's cool. To throw him those little wheel routes and stuff too, I would work him into even more stuff. Run a jet sweep with him, basic handoffs with him, basic sweeps with him, whatever you want. Put him in the slot. Put that guy in a slot. Run four receivers into a formation and make him, I don't, just have him stop at about eight or ten yards and turn around. He might be wide open because they're dealing with the rest of it. I would use that guy a lot of ways. I agree with you and whoever it was that said it this week. Two to five plays, if I can, Yeah. where you're treating Keelan Robinson like the focus of a play. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. I'm absolutely with that. I mean, you know, this will also maybe be a game that comes down to Texas kicker Burt Auburn, mm. who had a pretty solid game in Kansas State. You know, no missed kicks. We, we talk about the woes that he's had throughout the season. I want to say he missed like three straight weeks yeah. of a missed kick. That's a big kick last week, though. Yeah, it was. Misses the one in Stillwater where they had some momentum possibility and it just flattened out and stayed at seven. But then this past week, he's able to take seven and go to ten. And, and nail that kick. That was a big moment for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he needs to stay locked in. This could be a big-time game that could change his life. He could go down kind of like Dick, the kicker went in his freshman year in that OU game. You know what I'm saying? Now look how we look at Dick or the kicker. Like, Dick or the kicker, yeah. he's the man. That's true. Like, what, special teams player of the year twice in the NFL in his rookie season on two different teams? So I I feel like Dicker the kicker, he's going to find himself on the roster permanently. And, yeah, hopefully Burt Auburn can be put into that aura and make a big-time kick this week. Now, I want a, a rollout 
I want a 30-point win, but let's be realistic. You might need yep. kicker Burt Auburn, sober carrot top, to come through this weekend. That is fair, sober carrot top. <laughs> All right, uh, we move on. Uh, obviously headed towards Texas and TCU. That is a 6.30 kick on Saturday. Up next, why today matters. Let's talk some Veterans Day on this November 11th. We'll give you some of our favorite vets, and you can give us some of yours, too, on the horn. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Rolling through a Friday on Veterans Day. Hmm. <laughs> wow. Getting right to the point. Should I know who this is? No, not at all. Oh, okay. Is the song called Halle Berry? Yes, it is. Excellent. Who is it? <laughs> Hurricane Chris. Nice. Yeah. Is this just his attempt to woo Miss Halle Berry, or is he just trying to be a fanboy? What's he doing here? Yeah, he's just being a fanboy. Okay. He understands what Halle Berry means to the hip-hop community. Hell, just all of life, everybody loves Halle Berry. So why not make a song about her? That's just got to be an inspired moment when you wake up and realize, oh, you know what we could do? Halle Berry, Halle Berry, and then just make a song out of it. That's awesome. Yeah. If Halle Berry has like danced to this song before... Life-changing. She really should have. I mean, once social media... Did this happen in social media time? When did it come out? I think so. I want to say it was like on a show like Ellen or something like that. Like, they brought her out and they played the song. And she got down to it. As good as she looks, it's just mesmerizing. See, that's when you know your career's been a success. (laughs) That's when Hurricane Chris knows that he's been a success. Uh, Also, had a little Bobby Brown, Ted Nugent, Richard Marks, and Journey. There aren't many shows that are going to play Bobby Brown and Ted Nugent, but Zay did that today. One more track coming up for you before we are out of here. Hey, I'll get tickets to that show that's for sure yeah oh that's a wild show and the discussions at the concession stand in that show (laughs) whoa the bobby brown ted nugent show get ready that'll make those anthrax public enemy crowds back in the day look like nothing uh rod and harge coming up with ball don't lie and uh then we will be getting you to all of the high school football action flex pregame at 6 30 Lake Travis and Vandegrift both play at 7. Lake Travis right here on 104.9. Uh, Vandegrift on 101.9 and AM 1260. And then LBJ, 7.30 kick with Elgin. That's over on Coke FM. All right, let's get into why today matters. It's an easy one today. Let's talk Veterans Day on November 11. Why today matters. Brought to you by Sinus and Snoring Specialist. Get Sinus and Snoring Relief with Dr. Daniel Slaughter at Sinus and Snoring Specialist. 512-601-0303. Or sinus snoring ent.com. 
All right. Lots of good text coming in today. Uh, Specs text line 337-3776. Earlier we were asking folks about um, some of their veterans, the favorite veterans in their life, or a veteran you wanted us to shout out. We did some of that earlier in the show, and we appreciate you jumping in on that. Um, we mentioned, this is the one I wanted to read. Uh, somebody sent us a text, Zay, female listener number 19, says, My father, George Randolph, was an Army veteran. He was drafted and served in World War II, captured by the Germans, and uh, spent about a year in a POW camp. He came back, went to work for TxDOT. When he retired, he immersed himself in volunteering in adult literacy and so many programs at our church. He passed away in 1998. Wow, shout out to wow, that's amazing. George Randolph, an incredible veteran. Uh, we were mentioning some of our guys around uh, around here that we work with earlier. Zay mentioned Adam Wagner. Our guy Wags is, uh, is a vet. And um, our guy Stu, who will be on the sidelines tonight for Lake Travis. He is also a veteran. My favorite veteran of all time has got to be my grandfather, Buster Buster Jack Hastings. You talk about an old school name. My <laughs> God. Uh, but that yeah. sounds like an all-state linebacker name. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Uh, he was a World War II vet. He was in the Army Air Corps and was a mechanic on, on planes in Africa for a lot of his time there. And I didn't realize till later. He, we, I did a report on him and everything. But he got malaria while he was there. Oh man! Um, yeah, in that time, that's serious. Yeah, right. Back then, back in the forties. But then he was able to be that great story of coming home. Um, you know, starts a family. My grandmother's Rosie the Riveter job, if you will, was at a dentist's, and so they lived out a lot of those kind of stereotypes of the time. My dad is a definition baby boomer, born in forty six. Um, so I always think of him on Veterans Day the fact that he was able to come home and and then get his you know get his life going otherwise I wouldn't be sitting here right now so shout out to all those great veterans um, throughout the years veterans of uh, you know any war and all wars and uh, being willing to to give up that ultimate sacrifice but then not having to hopefully that's what Veterans Day is all about to me I say it every year I wish we had Veterans Day and didn't have to have Memorial Day yeah. That would be the best version yeah. of it. But Veterans Day is just one of those that we we want to, you know, to to recognize those folks cuz I know, you know, in talking to veterans over the years, sometimes they have this kind of weird way of looking at it where everybody else did so much more than they did and they didn't do enough to get certain recognition. I think they all need that recognition and definitely thank them for their service. If you get a chance, uh, you know, pay for a meal if you see you know, you see somebody sitting at the table or sitting at the bar, and you see those fatigues. You see the uniform. You see the camo, whatever it is. Um, you know, pay for their meal. Thank them for their service. I try to do it as much as possible. I don't do it enough, but I know it is appreciated on some level by you know by most veterans. Yeah, they for sure make our life easier, and what they mean to everybody is just man. I. <laughs> You know, my grandfather, I want to say he was in the military at one point, but he passed away before I was even alive. Mm -hmm. And that's a very sensitive topic for my mother. So we don't get into it much. But yeah, yeah, just proud of all of them that have served the country and made it easier for us to live. 
in this crazy world. Yeah, no doubt. We all have uh, have a lot of those. My father-in-law retired Navy. My brother-in-law retired Navy. My wife's uncle is retired Coast Guard. And uh, so, yeah, there's military folks in my family. I know there isn't a lot of yours, and we've talked about those today as well. So happy Veterans Day. And, uh, again, uh, get out to – there's a lot of places I, I talked about earlier um, in the uh, in the Twin Peaks spot that they're doing, you know, free meals for veterans today. So you may get, you know, veterans discounts and they go out there and show the the military ID and there may be a lot of discounts out there for them today if you want to give a uh, a veteran a little bit of extra love today. Do you have a favorite veteran type movie like uh, Glory or Save It Private Ryan or um, Platoon even? Hmm, that's a good uh, that's a good question. Oh, uh, let's see. Probably, you know what? They're, they're clearly all, a lot of the good ones are most tough to watch. There's exactly there's a lot of great ones. I'll throw out when I think of of, of military movies. Pra- Saving Private Ryan's a great one, but I'll throw out Courage Under Fire with Denzel and okay. Meg Ryan. I always dug that one. It's a very complex movie in a way, but. I always enjoyed the I always enjoyed the way that movie plays out. Lou Diamond Phillips is excellent in that movie. Um, Platoon, I mean, Platoon's a hell of a movie. That's very all those movies are, have a lot of weight to them. Obviously, yeah. there's a, a heaviness to them. So I would definitely throw some of those out. Do you have a favorite? Oh man, you know what I saw recently that was really good? Dunkirk. Oh, I haven't seen Dunkirk. It's a tough watch, too. Is it? I boy, just, Harry Styles is in it. That's a good job. Harry's in it. I hear he's okay That's in that That's a good one. job. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but. I saw 1917 uh, in the last couple of years. That's a hell of a movie. Is it now? Oh, my God. That's a well that's a well done movie. That's one of those movies where they go out of their way to do like incredible one-shots where they never cut. It's incredible. A couple of the sequences they pull off in 1917. It's it's not quite the entire movie, but at times it feels like that whole movie is one shot. Wow. And so you're kind of trapped in that one shot, and uh, they do an amazing job there. Uh, somebody says, thanks to the veterans' families as well. They also serve and sacrifice. No doubt, if you're, a, if you're in a veteran family situation, that is a great point to bring up. And Band of Brothers is what somebody's bringing up now, if you're looking for something to watch on this Veterans Day. Also on the birthday front, how about Leonardo DiCaprio, a Veterans Day baby? 48 years old today, and, oh, we're hitting a big old number for this one. You want to talk about a hottie with a birthday? Here we go. 60 years old for Miss Demi Moore. Wow. The 6-0 today for Demi Moore. I would recommend Striptease. Oh, Striptease is a classic. If you have not seen the cinematic masterpiece of Striptease, that is great. If you want a military vibe, I hear G.I. Jane is pretty good. I have not seen G.I. Jane, but I hear it is really good. Demi Moore has a lot. And you know what? If you want a military vibe, actually, my favorite movie that has a military angle, I don't know if this is a Veterans Day kind of movie, but my favorite military-styled movie of all time is A Few Good Men. With Tom and Demi and Jack Nicholson, so Demi Moore, sixty years old today. I am sure I have not seen a recent picture of Demi Moore. I'm sure she is still extremely attractive, but uh, now I don't think she has a main squeeze anymore. 
No Ashton Kutcher? Because um, Ashton's back with with uh, oh yeah, duh, Mila, coolness, right? duh, yeah, yeah. For, yeah, I should know that. There you go. Uh, also, yeah, interesting, Bruce Willis, and then Ashton Kutcher, not bad. Yeah, and uh, while we're there, hope Bruce Willis is doing all right. Yeah, man. that was a sad yeah. story over the last year. Uh, Al Michaels will have a birthday tomorrow. Zay, he's seventy-eight years old, and it is starting to happen for Al Michaels. Oh man, it's starting to happen. Those moments on air where you go, oh, okay. All right, yeah. still one of the greats, still absolutely one of the greats, but there is something going on with him and Kirk Herbstreet and that chemistry, and then Al Michaels occasionally, I feel like there's a little something, I don't know, maybe a little something going on. He's such a beast, though. He's so good. That voice is still there. I feel like he's still there. I feel like he's still there. I don't think he's getting, I don't think it's like he's not, you know, Losing the faculties of it. There's just some little things starting to. a lot of games, man. God, he has. 78 tomorrow and still killing it. Uh, Also tomorrow, Zay, as long as we've we've had the Hooters story today, Brandon Lang told some wild stories. I just mentioned Demi Moore. You played the song about Halle Berry. My favorite UFC octagon girl has a birthday tomorrow. Ariane Celeste is 37, and she also has one of the – Greatest Playboy uh, spreads. Thank you. I, <laughs> I was trying to come up with a different word, and yeah. that is the word. Oh, yeah, I've seen some spreads. She has one of the best Playboy picture spreads ever for me. All right. Ever. Okay. She's incredible. Might have to check that out for research purposes. Research people. purposes only. Research. Happy birthday to Ariane Celeste tomorrow. I don't know if she's going to be a part of UFC 281, but I certainly hope that she is. The she will be 37. Now that you said tomorrow. Leo has a birthday. Leonardo DiCaprio, 48 today. What's your favorite Leo movie? Uh, my favorite Leo movie, Leo. Um, man, there's some good ones. Catch Me If You Can's a good Leo movie. That is good. He carries that movie in a big way. I really? Got, you don't give Tom no credit for that? No, no, Tom as well. I'm okay. just saying, but the, yeah, he he's very good. Um, Hanks is really good in that one too. I wasn't into Inception. I got lost in that one. E- even he couldn't save that one for me. Um, <laughs> he's phenomenal in The Aviator if you can get through it. It's just a weird, complex kind of kind of movie. So those two, yeah, and I haven't seen some of, some of his biggest. I have not seen like Wolf of Wall Street and some other stuff. I haven't seen some of the ones. I think that he's probably a little more known for. So I'll go with I'll go with those. What about you? Oh, Titanic, way too long. So X that out. God, he is good in Titanic, though. Yeah, yeah. People he's love good. to make fun of that it's movie. Just too it's long. A, it's long, but it's a hell of a movie. It's too long. And he is great in it. He's good. He's great. If you cast that differently and you don't love that character like you do, it's just going to mess the whole movie up. He's, yeah. He's magnetic in that movie. The Departed is probably my favorite Leo movie. Oh, he is good in That's the, my joint. I forgot about yeah, The Departed. Jack he's, solid yeah, in it. He's it's, good in there. Yeah, he, he's You're good right. in that. Not Basketball Diaries. Yeah, he wasn't a hooper. Not good in there? No, okay. they should have got somebody else for that. <sighs> All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll have to admit it. It might be a little, it might seem a little weak, but uh, I think it's... I think it's Titanic. Oh, come on. I think that might be my favorite movie. In terms of my favorite movie and his performance in the movie, is it that that's that's wrong to say. 
I'll say, catch yeah. me. go catch me if you can. Okay. Uh, catch yeah. me if you can is better. That's what I'm saying. The way Rose did them at the end, Chris, just letting them sink and yeah, drown. Come You're on, right. there's room. And, there's room. And You're Wal- not that big. Christopher Walken's his dad. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's do catch me if you can. Catch All me right. if you can. Yes, please. Let me try to save myself. <laughs> All right, stems and seeds coming up, including the clock ticking on this uh, Josh Allen story. How's that all going to play out? Plus, Dusty Baker's going to be back one more year. We already know Verlander's not, but who else is not coming back for the Astros? We'll let you know on the horn. Like your neighborhood's Spider-Man. All right, wrapping it up on a Friday. Should I know? Yeah. Yes? Yeah. Legendary group or legendary, legendary group. person? Legendary group. Legendary group. Hmm. Um. Like Schwarzenegger. Wu-Tang? There we go. Yeah? There we go. There we go. Come yeah, on, man. Come on. Yeah. Wu-Tang Clan, Protect Your Neck. Just protect like, Your Neck is the name of the song? Oh, yeah. This was the song that, God, that put them on the map. Fantastic. Yeah. Protect Your Neck? Yeah, it's the song that put them on the map. That's All nine so members are on this song. Oh, that's good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, I haven't asked you this one. What is the Wu-Tang album you would tell me to listen to? Oh, the first one. First, first album. Yeah, 36 Chambers. Return 36, or not return, just 36 Chambers. No, no, okay, never mind. You've told me to listen to that one. 36 yeah. Chambers. Yeah, I, yeah the first one. That's only 12 songs. That's all you need. Legendary song. You get a little taste of everybody. ODB, Raekwon, I, I love it already. Space. Love it already. It's only got 12 tracks on it. I'm yeah. so sick and tired of albums with too many tracks. <laughs> like, calm down. Now, I... If I told you to listen to the second one, there's, then you have a problem because that's a double album. 37. Oh, if it's double, that's fine. That's fine. If they have enough material and they say, no, we're going to make a double album, yeah. that's cool. What I don't want is an album. It's like, how many tracks? 32. Okay. <laughs> Jeez, that's a lot. Make it a double at that point. Quality, not quantity. That's right. All right. Wu-Tang finishing it up today. Uh, we had Hurricane Chris earlier, the Bobby Brown uh, from the prime of Bobby Brown with Don't Be Cruel. Ted Nugent, Richard Marks, Journey. It's all been on the show today. There's uh, a few things to get to before we get out of here. Uh, and, and we'll focus in on some pro notes here with Stems and Seeds. Here we go. No Brought to you by AV Consultations, 255-8678, or go to avconsultations.com. Astros fans, did you hear this? Your GM's not coming back next year. James Click will not return to the Astros after he rejected their one-year contract offer. Huh? He's 44, and they just won the title. I'm reading, Zay, there's been conflict with the organization on baseball operations, decision-making persisted throughout the championship run, blah, 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 blah. the heck is Jim Crane doing here? I mean, maybe he feels disrespected one year. Uh, it's tough. 
That's tough. Some guys like a longer contract. Make sure I'm yeah. here for a while. Let me actually see things through. We saw Dusty Baker get a one-year contract, which makes six for him, uh, sense for him. He's 70-something years old. Right. But, yeah, somebody that's 44 like this, it's interesting, especially after you just won the title. Right. Let me be clear here. What I'm asking is, Jim Crane, why wouldn't you offer him more years? That's insane. You got to keep the guy around. He's the G- I don't I don't understand that. All that young talent that he's helped build and you you're uh, you're going to let him go like that? That's crazy. In the NFL Zay, they're saying it's hour by hour on Josh Allen. Do you think he plays or do you think this is Case Keenum? I think it's Case Keenum. Keenum, I do too. He's been taking the reps all week. We're leaning Minnesota. I hope we're right about that. We'll see. Also, this Rams game has a side story with Matthew Stafford. He's making his way through concussion protocol. They said he's making good progress and steady progression. He's questionable for the game against the Cardinals. That is a what? Uh, what is that? That is a oh, that's the no, not Sunday night. That is a three o'clock window game. That's a three and five team, Zay. I don't know if I rush him back. No, but hey, they won the Super Bowl last year. They can't lose many. Yeah, They want to get back to where they want to. Right. And after last night, the Bucks are alone in first place. Do you realize that? <laughs> That's a sad, sad NFC South. What a pathetic division that is. I am a fan of the first place team, and I think that's pathetic, right? That's terrible. They're four and five. You shouldn't be in first place when you're four and five. There's always one division that's like that every year. Oh, man, I did not think it was going to be that one. All right, Rod and Harge coming up. High school football tonight. Everybody stay safe and sound and dry and warm, and we'll see you tomorrow down on Bebo Boulevard, Texas and TCU, Cowboys and Packers. Just keep it right here on the horn. See ya.